Being single means that I could work on myself for right now and I could work on rediscovering the things that I love about myself, accepting the things I don't love about myself, accepting the reality of what my weaknesses and what my flaws are for right now and working on that and being so enamored and consumed by just loving myself to the point that I have let go of this obsession that I should be with someone else and I should be in this perfect relationship. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Elevated You Podcast. I am so happy that you're tuning in again and coming back and listening to what we are about to offer you in this conversation and I hope that you really do get something out of this one. I have still a very special guest, Paula, on this episode, and we touch on a very, very important topic about dating, the power of choice when it comes to dating, our approach in dating, and finding our lifetime partners, how to deal with being single even though we probably don't want to be. So it'll be an interesting conversation about that and really just understanding ourselves too in the midst of trying to find the one so here it goes bye-bye now like the problems that we're going through or that we have gone through in our own small family unit i don't want people to experience right and how do we do that it's simply by just spreading the word on making the right decision on who you choose as a lifetime partner Sure, um, so it's very, it's, to me, it's like knowing what the red flags are, you know? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? <laughs> no, so I wanna, I look for what the red flags are and what would the familiarity else also knowing my history like what was familiar for me and sometimes the unfamiliar is something that we should probably go for um no i i we can have structure about this though like i think about what was the where what was the inspiration of this like we came from broken households right right and that and that impacted mostly every aspect of our life mainly um, I think it has to do because we we both have problems with our dad right which caused us to not see what real men could be like for us and then we you know had some troubles with our moms where we felt like we needed to take care of them that you know how do we really know what girlfriends are helping us yeah so taking to me yes no totally so to me taking a step further back is understanding how did that relationship happen in the first place right Mm -hmm. so the dynamics between our mom and our dads what's the dynamic like right like was it like was the guy was the father or was the husband very overpowering Mm -hmm. and changed the woman 
to into something else. Like if were they, yeah. So all these things that kind of like, what was the dynamic, and what did we see as young children? Did we see actually what love was? Did we see the like our dads caring for our moms? We see this love, like little gestures of love. And if we take a step further from that, what was their childhood like? What was my father's childhood like? Oh what God, was yes. my mom's childhood like? How did they grow and up? how did they grow up? And and so at least for me, my mom's side is amazingly beautiful mm-hmm. and kind mm-hmm. and nice to each other, right? And you know, so it's just an example. It's just really understanding that and then also understanding the problems that was caused because of these two people, broken people mm-hmm. coming in together. Mm-hmm. And so now that I know that that these two people broken and have their own issues came together Mm -hmm. that's not what i want for myself so it's looking back from the past understanding your history and then understanding your present what do i like now where do i lean towards what kind of characteristics do i want are they destructive are they similar to what my father the father figure that i had Mm -hmm would respond to and so it's analyzing our ex-boyfriends our ex-relationships girlfriends and seeing what went wrong right because it's our thinking that we thought that was normal yes and yeah it's you know life's all about moving forward living forward but understanding it backwards so now that we are learning how to move forward it's easier to understand when we look backwards at what actually happened with our ex-boyfriends with our past relationships in comparison to how we grew up as a child with yes. our fathers with and, our mothers and, and and the funny thing is that like it's similar we go through the same patterns of like we get attracted to the same people the same we attract the same people it's the people it's understanding who do we attract yeah what kind of people do we attract what kind of men do we attract since we're women and and changing that you know change trying to change that yes. pattern it but it starts power. with changing yourself yes. changing the not changing who you are but coming back to who you are and mm-hmm. sometimes discovering who you are because you don't know who you are exactly. you know and but if you are in a relationship already it's really cool to just assess reassess the relationship right. Right. and assess the dynamics assess is this person trying to change you to someone you're, who you're not? What are the red flags? I ask myself that all the time. Yes. And a lot of times when we're new to dating, what we do is we give a lot of leeway. We give a lot of room to, for people to make mistakes. And I'm all for that. The problem is that if there are red flags, what we have to do is ask ourselves, is that ref- red flag something that I can tolerate? Yes. Is that red flag something that I is different from what my beliefs are is this something that is very very important to me example would be like if you see that if you're for example religious i've been in that place and your partner is someone who's not Mm -hmm. and to if if to you religious religion is very very important then that's a huge red flag and that's a sign that you should probably move on Yes, and I'm not giving an advice here. It's just, you know, it really is just... Aligning your priorities. Yes, and knowing knowing also that that's one decision that we make in our lives is not going to be the end decision that we're going to make. Yes. You know, and that we can leave people 
also not just for ourselves, but yes, for ourselves, but also for them, because we don't want to make the same mistakes that our history predecessors did. And we are going to make the same mistake if we are succumbing to just, it is okay. And this should be fine. Mm -hmm. But that's also not knowing ourselves because that's underestimating our own capabilities, our own, what we deserve, you know, our own worth. Mm -hmm. We shouldn't, we shouldn't underestimate our own worth. And so things that are familiar, we gravitate towards and we have to kind of adjust to what's healthy the unfamiliar might be the healthy version of what relationships should be and we're not since we're not familiar we don't like those situations either it's uncomfortable or we just gravitate towards the ones that are very unhealthy that we think it's great yes you know because it's all that we're used to and it's all that we know and therefore trying to find something that we actually deserve from somebody we're not capable of recognizing because we're so used to what we know and we want to cling on to what's familiar but it's like it's the power of choice to step into that position where you're right if i change myself then my environment can change but if we don't even know like when we need to change like you know we're still gonna we're gonna be repetitively receiving the same things in different scenarios and we're gonna think we're gonna receive something so much better because it's a different person but if we haven't looked within to see what we're changing it is gonna be the same thing yeah yeah it's gonna be the same people we're gonna attract it's gonna be the same situations we're gonna be in it's like we've never grown because we really have never grown and there's this thing too it's like hurt people hurt people yes right and Mm -hmm. same thing like broken people like attract broken people but also like people who love themselves attract people who love themselves yes and if you don't know your worth others will define that for you yes oh my god and you don't ever want to be in a relationship where people are defining you Mm -hmm. because you're going to be so far off to who you are that you're going to wake up one day unhappy and we don't want that so if you were to choose whether you want to be single or in a relationship in an unhealthy relationship i personally would choose being single because being single means that i could work on myself for right now and i could work on rediscovering the things that i love about myself Mm -hmm. accepting the things i don't love about myself accepting the reality of what my weaknesses and what my flaws are for right now and working on that and being so enamored and consumed by just loving myself to the point that I have let go of this obsession that I should be with someone else and I should be in this perfect relationship because the truth is that it comes. It comes with time and if we are patient enough, good things come to those who wait and to those who work on themselves first right and if you find yourself stressing over an opportunity or stressing over like oh i'm gonna make the wrong mistake no it's nothing to worry about in that scenario it's you are stressed because you're not ready to receive it because when you're ready to receive something and recognize that what's for you is for you you won't feel stressed about it you know you won't feel like am i ready for this you'll you know it's that cliche saying when you know you know yeah but it's it's building up to the point where you can know instead of 
hoping instead of wishing instead of oh i think i believe i also don't want people to operate or live their lives in a way that you know it's all about just having someone Oh yeah, that's because dependent right there. Yes, codependency. Yes, like and and it happens with people. I would I would say that the if you've had if you come from like unhealthy broken households, we tend to look for our heroes. We want that's heroes to save to save mm-hmm. us. And so we kind of have to get out of that mindset because no one is ever going to save us. And we don't ever even if someone tries to save us, it might feel good at a certain time for yeah, a certain just time. For comfort. Yeah, temporary yes. comfort. You know, but it's really not good to feel like you've been saved. You want to add value. You want to add value to the person that you're going to partner with right. in your life because otherwise it's not a good partnership. Part- yeah. Great partnerships is when you add on, you build on together. Exactly. And, and it's like you don't want like a half-assed relationship. If you feel like your cup is half empty and someone is pouring into you, they're pouring into you because they are also half empty in order to make a whole cup. And, you know, you can't really enjoy that. And when you start going into relationships, you feel this high, this happiness of like, oh my gosh, I feel so safe with somebody. I feel so saved. Like this person loves me so much. But then you forget how much you actually love yourself because you start looking for attention and and other people and there's a difference between attention and intention like what there's any guy any man can give you attention right but knowing what their intention is makes all the difference (laughs) i like that yes it's so you know it, it makes such a difference like you can give your attention to somebody right but if there's no intention behind it, you can give your attention to someone else. Yeah, it's like going to a strip club. Exactly. It's like you don't feel that spark. You don't feel that sense of wholeness. The intention is to see something, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really go beyond mm-hmm. anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And you would want to be partnered with someone who has the intention to not just get something out of it, but some to actually pour on you, pour love and pour the care on you but it all starts with are you ready i think the main question is that you want to ask yourself before you look for relationships before you look for someone to save you or even hope for that is are you ready to partner with someone right and sometimes there's going to be moments in your life where you feel like you're asking this question constantly like am i ready i'm ready but the truth is sometimes we're not ready for whatever life throws at us and I think the question, like in a shift of perspective would be, instead of saying, am I ready? Say, are you whole in this area? Yes. Are you full in this area? Mm -hmm. I like that. Do you have enough to overflow into a relationship? Right. Or like, am I ready for a relationship versus, you know, (laughs) I lost what I was going to say. So instead of saying, are you ready for a relationship? Saying, am I whole enough to Mm -hmm. be in a relationship? Am I you know, blank to be in a relationship. I like that perspective. You know, what's your definition of ready anyway? Sure, I like this. At least for, I think where I'm coming from is actually exactly where you're leading to, Mm -hmm. which is, am I ready to be a partner to someone? Am I, meaning that it's looking into asking the right questions of, am I whole in these situations, in these areas of my life? And that, I think because it's one thing to ask yourself, are you ready? 
but it's also one thing to go blindly into relationships i think we live we go we live in the society where you know i think if you grew up in america the number one thing that you want to have is a partner right it's like almost this thing like that i noticed this with people it's like the only thing that they want in their lives is a partner Mm -hmm. but like you said you know love is so big and loving yourself is so big so instead of you know going after finding the one and that go that this is where am i ready happens or the question of that am i ready Mm -hmm. is that do i love myself enough that i am i can overflow this love to someone else and we focus so much on the outside in everything not just on relationship we focus so much on the end goal all the time right Mm -hmm. what's the end which is to find a partner instead we have to work on ourselves we have to work on knowing really what 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 have been my patterns what have been the situations where i've failed in relationships Mm -hmm. and how can i apply this so then in the next one when i choose to date i can apply this right and it's like are you prepared like how and you know it's the same thing as being ready it's like how like check in check in with your preparation have you applied what you've gone through in your past to your present or have you been practicing what hurt you into something that helped you mm-hmm. you know it's it's the shift in perspective you know everybody desires to have a partner but what's worth it is knowing i'm not just going to settle for something that comes my way because you know what your value and your worth is and when you know what that is it's a step closer to being ready i would say that the end goal actually of being in a relationship too is for where we started we started with we started this conversation because of our broken past yes and the end goal should be at least for me is to create the ability to be able to create a new world where people are whole and healthy and Mm -hmm. there's true love right and that only happens when we ourselves one love ourselves and we find partners who love themselves Mm -hmm. and who are capable to outpour this love to possibly a new family Right. right that we're building and that's what we hope for that's really what the end goal should be instead of i need a partner in my life just so they could fill the gaps they could fill the emptiness inside of me we don't want that we really don't want to create any more of that because it will just end up breaking out and or whether it's divorce or 10 years later down Mm -hmm. the line we realize it's just not the person for us and five kids later we have a problem right Mm -hmm. and it's the same history that will happen again for those children and that's very sad we don't want that and that's what i hope for is that when we dream, when we build a community, when for these women, for hopefully the people who can be reached out by this podcast mm-hmm. is that they internalize this idea that we really are here to build a new world yes. of oh where there's no nothing missing, nothing broken. Yes. When where you're coming from a place where your love truly speaks and mm-hmm. well and mm-hmm. that you're able to speak out your truth without people judging you for right. what your truth is and embracing that truth and growing with you right. with that and yeah going off of what you said i loved it and i think we're also here to break patterns to build habits right yes and whatever you just said right there is just like an epiphany it's like i love you know everybody wants goals in life but the the 
But are you, the setting of goals is different, right? Yes, the setting of goals is different. And the thing about the end goal, it's like, well, now yeah. I have this picture in my head of like, as you know, this is just dropping in right now. It's like, what if we turned it into like this exercise where, you know, we talk about being whole, we talk about filling people's cups up and whatnot. And it's like end goals could be like, okay, well, how many cups do you want to be full in your life? And that goes to health, wealth, family, friends, mm-hmm. love, success, yes. you know, whatever drives you, you know, and, and I just, and then like with the end goal, instead of asking like, okay, well, am I ready to achieve this goal? Check in and be like, okay, well, how much more do I need to pour in the cup before I can serve it? Yeah. And I think actually that with the end goal in mind, mm-hmm. it has to be something of value instead of what I mean by that is there's a contrast between mm-hmm. my end goal is to have a relationship. Yes. My end goal is to have a family. In contrast to my end goal is to build this new world, whether it means a starting a small unit, a small family where love outpours. You know, and there's a difference between the two because if you just, if your end goal is to just find a partner, then it could be either way. You might be lucky to find someone who loves you very much through, even with all your ugliness and, you know, imperfections, all these things. But, but the opposite of, you know, you know what I mean? Like the contrast is that like if your end goal, if you change just a little bit with your end goal and say that I want to build a world where, I'm not going to repeat my history anymore and I'm creating this new one where nothing is missing and nothing's broken and I'm just really outpouring love. It, Your mindset is shifted in that it. instance. Yes. And if we train people to think that way, even with, I want to be a chiropractor, yeah. maybe have a why. Maybe instead of your end goal as like, I want to move to a specific place, maybe we should stop doing that. Instead, we should actually kind of be more clear and have a why i want to move to a place where i could be able to practice you know you know like holistic i don't know approach all these things and so yeah um i love where you're going with that because you know you can say i want this i want you know a name x y and z but also another ship and another ship another (laughs) shift in perspective is this like I want to be with a, a loving partner, you know? Yes, what, something what specific. Shift, what if we shifted into I am a loving partner because you attract what you are. And if you want these things, it all starts with us. We have to be what we want. We have to act on what we want. And, you know, we can want all these desires and have all these goals that we're reaching up to. But it, in order to get there... We have to start being that I person. Think, and we can break the chain if we want to have a better future in our family, which I think it's going to be so beautiful when we overcome these hurt pains and we have so much knowledge and experience with us that I truly believe, you know, I know that our future families are going to feel so loved. They're going to learn from us because we have stepped in the power of I don't want to continue on these generations as a broken family because I am whole not I want to be whole I am whole therefore my family is whole yeah I think that this conversation is very very powerful because we're reshaping what we think of what goals should be Mm -hmm. when we write when we think of goals uh, that we set for ourselves we're reshaping that we're changing the language and i love language like what you say outside of your you know 
out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth speaks. Mm-hmm. And, and so when we practice reshaping the way we speak and the language, the definition, the way we describe things, the way we're in tune and direct with what we want, mm-hmm. then we can get better results, right? If we are blurry with our visions and dreams and desires in our life, mm-hmm. it will give us messy results because we really don't know and we're unclear yes exactly sorry i'm looking for something go for it going off of what you said um basically in this book it's called elevate your life right and it talks about thoughts and emotions and desires and here it is so it all starts with a desire right and then Mm -hmm. you start thinking about it and then you go into your emotions in it but when you add the, those three together, you know, desires plus thoughts plus emotions equal your physical outcome. And the more we desire something like that, the more we think about it, the more we, you know, add on emotion to what it is, it's going to become the outcome. It's like, how passionate are you on having a partner who will love you? Like, how much do you care about having this great family in the future? Yes. It's how, and how bad do you want it? Because it's going to determine and define how you live your life yes and the cool thing with what you said is that also it just gave me this revelation that we once we know all that after that we know the difference when we come across people when we hang out with people who are potentially partners we know the difference we know it deep down and the next challenge is how do we say no to the ones that we should really say no and how do we become nice to those people in a way that we extend kindness to them so that they could also work on the things that they can potentially work on in their lives mm-hmm. right because as we become whole as we get go to this journey of becoming whole we could meet people who are broken and it's not doesn't mean it's a bad thing right it's a good thing because we could be an impact to those people only if we know how to attend to that how to speak love to them and it's not mainly rejecting them so that they could still be broken and walk like broken heart to people right like we want to be an impact to those people who are we gonna say no to so then they can build on and work on themselves and find potential partners for them and so it's an inspiration and it's motivation and it's like an opportunity it's for growth it's it's, that planted seed yes it's a message to all of us to possibly men and women out there who are dating to break this chain and break this habit of just keep breaking other people's hearts you know we are mature enough we should be mature enough to stand for what we want but also speak and be honest with other people and i hope that we get to build that world because it's very important so then as you said tying back to hurt people hurt people we don't want that anymore yes if, and we're not settling for that yes you know? we don't want to settle for less than what we can yes have. and and if we do encounter people that are kind of less than what we um deserve. we deserve we just have to be able to communicate that properly so yes. they don't end up becoming broken oh, yes. and they don't create this pattern of hurting other people too because it's such a ripple. We have to understand. You know, and it won't do that if you're speaking your truth. Exactly. If you're speaking out of love. Yes. Because love comes in different forms. Not just all the happy and the good, 
love comes in honesty. Yes. And so, you know, we were mentioning earlier the whole commitment and how we flake and Mm -hmm. we take a step back. And that comes with that too, you know. It comes with dating. There's a lot of people who would date others and just disappear on them and just not tell them anything or people... Just not straight up. Yeah, people are not straight up and honest. And because we're flaky people, mm-hmm. it's part of this generation where we're just like, ah, oh, I can just, you know, I'm talking to them on the phone. I can just not stop mm-hmm. talking to them, you know, and just disappear. Yeah. yeah. And so we have to retrain mm-hmm. ourselves and to speak again mm-hmm. and just not be fearful because sometimes we're fearful that we're going to hurt other people right. by not by speaking out but in reality we're hurting them more by just leaving them hanging and we don't want that yeah. we don't want to do that anymore and the question is like then where does self-respect come in like that's all a part of and it and it's a reflection of who you are exactly right you and so if you respect them enough then you do it yes and if you're practicing that if you're practicing to love yourself self-respect you're practicing you're working on your character and really strengthening your integrity, then you would stand up for things that are hard. You would stand up and you would speak up for things that are really hard to speak for others and hard to receive. Yes. And and it just breaks you free. It helps you to break through, but it also potentially, hopefully, it will break people free as well mm-hmm. from whatever is holding them hostage. Right. This, this is, is really beautiful. I, I love, love it. it. <laughs> <laughs> so My good. gosh. It really impacts the world that there will be such great relationships out there. Yes, that's our hope. That's yes. my hope. That's my dream. Yes. I hope that we get to build that. And it starts from us, Paula yes, and I. You know, world. and Who doesn't love love? <laughs> yeah, it starts within us. And I, even I, as I was speaking this, I know that. I'm challenging myself to be better mm-hmm. with communication. I'm challenging myself to be a better reflection of me and towards others, being more honest, being more credible, being yes. more valid, you know? And also one more thing I want to add on, I love that you mentioned the word challenge. And it's also about, you know, even in a partner or even a friendship or a family or whatever, you really want to find someone who's going to challenge you to become better not challenge you to see your faults yes someone who's going to challenge you to grow even more because when you find that happy partner it doesn't stop there you want to make sure that you are growing together if it's going to be something yes 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 it's very important stagnancy is probably not the place we want to be because that's where boredom comes in and happiness and sadness and progression life is about progression Progression and if you can't picture progressing with that person then it's something that you also have to question exactly and to go off with that it's like once you have it continue being grateful for it oh i love that i love that it doesn't end when you yes. have it. Yes. It, get, it grows even more that's, when you apply gratitude to what you already have. That's definitely another topic <sighs> yes. which is we're building off of because you know once you have it what do you do now? You know? I love that. So that's much. the next one, yeah. But Paula, you've been so amazing. It's great. I love your perspective. This is so awesome. Oh my gosh. Yes. Bye everyone. Bye. <laughs>